Thank you for joining me today. You are listening to The Aaliyah Destor Show. Here, I'll share with you tips, inspiring stories, and life hacks on becoming the best version of yourself. Now, let's roll into today's special guest. In today's show, you are going to meet and listen to some stories from a special guest who has been able to thrive through the pandemic with her PR business. I did an entire series of different business owners who have been able to pivot and shift and make the best of what has been served up to them during the pandemic. And Andrea Corey is no exception. So I wanna share really quickly a little bit about Andrea before we start talking with her. Andrea is the founder of Corey Public Relations and Media Group and Northern Virginia Housewives. She's the founder and principal, and she started her career in marketing and PR and is well known for successfully creating an online community of over 100,000 hyper-local women in the DC area. In her career, Andrea has connected with over 300 brands for digital media campaigns. Some of her clients include AT&T, the Ritz-Carlton, Chevrolet, Hyundai, Whole Foods, Elizabeth Arden, Red Door Spas, and Beaches Resorts. A lot of brands, actually. (laughs) Today, we're going to discuss how she pivoted and used the pandemic to go above and beyond for her clients, which led to her success, not just for her, but for her team and her clients. All right, let's get started. So when the pandemic hit, I basically was full of optimism and didn't think anything was going to happen to my business because I'm a glass half full kind of girl. Um, But when I realized things were going south, I kind of doubled down and went to my clients who were really suffering because I have a lot of folks in the hospitality, food and beverage industry, um, commercial real estate took a dive. And I went in and um, put my mask on and worked harder than than I ever have. I was on site more than probably um, I had ever been in the past when most folks, you know, most most folks were not going out. I was I was going into the restaurants. Um, and Do you I, feel like a first responder, like going into? <laughs> I, I I don't want to say as a first I know, responder, no, no, I know, but, but like, I front lines. I. You know, I um, I did feel like I was taking a risk, yeah. but I also felt like these people needed to feed their families too, and my staff needed to feed their families. And if I stopped working and we stopped working, um, I took a pay cut and I continued to pay my staff because that was important to me to keep their families going. Um, so I, a lot of my clients, um, we cut back on billing. We did anything we could to make it work to make sure that they could keep operating their restaurants. Um, we went through the PPP process. Um, we took advantage of a lot of, you know, the grants that were out there, anything that we could, you know, to stay afloat. But really, you know, the nuts and bolts of what we did was just being, you know, my whole theory is do good things for good people. Mm-hmm. and. We live by that, you know. It comes back around, yeah. and none of our clients left us. Um, we stayed in touch. We became more present, and we're still present today. So we've actually grown. Um, our business has picked up, and we're doing more business now than we were pre-COVID. That's amazing. Okay, so how? I mean, obviously, you were there for your clients. You were, 
you were more present, you helped your clients more because you knew they needed the additional help, even though probably most of them, they cut back in terms of what they were paying. Right. So that's one thing is you still showed up even though everybody was hurting. Like, what are some other things that you did? Because I know of a specific campaign that you launched so that you were, not you, but you're putting other people like out there. So my theory during COVID was if you don't stay relevant, that's going to be the end of you. Um, and so I imagine marketing like a water wheel. Like if you have a water wheel going, it just takes a little trickle of water to keep that water wheel going, right? Mm -hmm. And the minute it stops, you need a huge gush to come back. And the same thing with marketing. The minute you close your doors, the minute you're gone for six weeks or 16 weeks, whatever it is, you're going to need a whole rush of energy to come back and become relevant again. Yeah. And so I try to explain that to my clients. Like if we just keep some social media going, even if it's not paid, if we do email or text campaigns, they're just like, hey, we're still here. Hey, check out this new offering. It's a limited menu, but we still have a menu. Or we're open for dinner, not lunch every day, but we're still open. Like, but we're still here. And these are our smiling, happy faces behind these masks, right? Yeah. But we're still here and we're present. And it's just being relevant, being part of the community, building that community focus, and just saying, you know, having some kind of campaign is better than no campaign at all. So. But you did something for um, the community as well, what for local that? businesses. The loud and strong. Oh, I did do that. <laughs> you did do I that. Did do that yeah. <laughs> and it was helpful and it was loved by so many. So tell uh, me about that. I did and do what that. what inspired that? So um, I started loud and strong just on my couch one night. It's how most of my ideas start. Um, but I was learning all these stories of small business owners, um, mostly complaints. And a lot of times I think folks, when you hear stories like from PR, you want to hear the human interest part of a story, right? But mm -hmm. how can you spin that yeah. in a PR sense and make it a positive? Yeah. So I was like, let's take these stories and make them into a strength. So tell me your weakness, but how are we going to come out of it? And what are you doing that's beneficial? So um, this Lot of Strong campaign was like, yes, I struggled, but... I'm now able to do this. So I actually learned so much about small business owners. I learned about um, businesses that I didn't even know existed in Loudoun County. Um, I learned about cute little boutiques that have great stuff that I actually like to shop at now and um, really cool women and entrepreneurs in the community and event spaces. And, you know, I'm on social media 24 hours a day. So I couldn't believe that I hadn't seen these stories before. So it was it was really cool to get to know these um, small businesses. And then I actually started like an outdoor dining page. Mm -hmm. um, so this outdoor Basically dining. Page. Yeah, a group. yeah, a group. Um, just to learn about what businesses were promoting and what they were offering. And it got like 4,000 people in like two weeks. I'm um, awesome. just supporting local businesses in Loudoun. So that was awesome. That was awesome. The, the group that you started, I, I know I hear what you just said, but I think on top of that, and you probably don't think this is a big deal, but it's something that I paid attention to, is you set this tone of like a lot of other people would complain and tear down businesses as well. Cause like everybody was hurting. When you're, what does that hurt people hurt people? Like when you're already like really negative, you start like pulling other people down as well. And you kind of set this tone of like, this ish isn't happening here. Mm -hmm. Like we're not, I'm not going to tolerate this. This isn't the place for that. Go, go elsewhere. 
And I know I took a screenshot of that and I sent it out to some of my friends that were Facebook group owners. And I was like, did you really? I swear. And I was like, she has no problem doing this. You guys are allowed to do that too. Cause I kept saying that to my friends that have these Facebook groups. I'm like, you're allowed to set the rules. And they were so scared. Cause they're like, yeah, no, because then everybody else will tear us down. And I'm like, no, 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 look, she has no problem doing it. You can too. Yeah. Well, somebody <laughs> posted something this week and was like, tell me your, was it Ray? Somebody posted, yeah, like, yeah, tell probably. me your biggest strength. Have, you have no problem saying no. And I'm like, uh, oh, <laughs> telling people no. Yeah. No, I, I work too hard to create things, and nobody's going to walk into my playground and tell me how to run my business. And start tearing up the swings. No, I don't have time. <laughs> I have two kids of my own. I'm not about to go babysit some adults on the Internet. So, yeah. yes, creating groups that are meant to support local business, um, that's what they're for. If you want to complain, walk into a restaurant, speak to a manager, address it with your server, you know, call the restaurant after and speak with the owner. These people are working really, really hard to do hot food, hot, cold food, cold. If you're not having that experience in a restaurant, you know, voice that, but you don't need to come on the internet three days later and tell me. Not even just you, but the The whole 4,000, yeah, the thousands others that are in the group. So uh, mad respect for you on that front. (laughs) I think that was awesome. I wanted to pop in really quickly to let you know about a new three-day growth tribe challenge that I have just recently launched. So you might be asking, what is this challenge? Let me quickly tell you a little bit about it. So if you are a business owner, if you don't quite yet have a business, but you know you want one, or if you are just looking to figure out what your next step is, I've got a three-day growth tribe challenge on how to hyper attract your powerful tribe to successfully launch your business movement or idea. Because as you all know, you need that tribe before you can successfully take your movement idea or business to the next level. So that's what this is all about. If you want to get in there and get become a part of this three-day mastery challenge, just go to aliyadastor.com or growthtribechallenge.com and jump right in. Hope to see you there. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so in terms of, okay, after, where are you now and how have the things, the activities that you've done during the pandemic, how is that paying off for you now in terms of your own team, in terms of your clients? Because I know for you, you always preach about like when your clients win, essentially that's like, you winning. We are just trying to find excellence in our workflows and our processes to make sure we're staying on top of everything Um, because with growth there's always struggles and um, success is fun but it also means more work. So um, delegating, um, adding to the team, um, our clients are our biggest champions and our number one referral source. We don't do a ton of marketing for our own team. Um, so I am trying to, you know, learn that from you actually and, and start branding ourselves um, because folks reach out to me all the time and they think it's just me. And they're like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize you have all these awesome people behind you. And I'm like, I could never do this all by myself. I'll be honest. When you said I'm bringing my team in, I was, I was just thinking the one person that I had met, like when you first launched your business so many years ago. Yeah. And then when I saw all these like, 
beautiful women walking in the studio. I'm like, this is your team? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, usually <laughs> I didn't even know that. Three or four interns every summer that work with me and just run Instagram stories for my clients and go on site and, you know, meet the chefs and meet the business owners. And um, we're in a lot of different verticals. So, yeah. you know, not everybody knows GovCon that knows accounting, that knows professional services or hospitality. So, you know, learning all those different landscapes, um, it's, it's been growth, and, and growth is great, but it comes with challenges. So just managing those challenges and um, learning teamwork and, and functionality between folks and um, finding excellence in the workplace is, is it's, it's a challenge every day, but it's also awesome. And, and I work with a lot of strong women finding success in working with working moms mm-hmm. um, who are distance learning right now. Yeah, because sometimes their kids need their laptops when I need a copywriting <laughs> done. Um, but you know, we manage and, and yeah. we make it work, and um, it's good. You know, I've I've been able to hire really cool women who want to. I love working moms. Um, I have two awesome folks on my team who were lead executives at companies and they decided to pull back and have families of their own and now they are doing like really high level execution copywriting marketing material like really high level stuff yeah um, totally behind the scenes for for large firms and mm-hmm. um it's really cool to see that they're keeping their resumes up yeah and they're still able to raise a family challenging and bring for themselves and, yeah. yeah challenging themselves and they feel like they're an active part of the workforce and um that's really rewarding for me mm-hmm. that i can see that you know you don't have to be a stay-at-home mom and and not feel like you're not having value like they're still really wicked smart girls and and that's cool because you started off with Nova Housewives yeah 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 <laughs> right like yeah. that that was like the original okay. like stomping yeah. ground that you built up so that's really cool yeah. and now so you said you're talking about your like actual team that's on payroll but you have a strong network of women mm-hmm. that are your ambassadors essentially people that love you support you would you say like your connections is what also helped kind of pull you through everything um yeah I would say like just I have a good social following um and that's something that I've leveraged. Like I've leveraged my connections to, to build growth in my business. And I've leveraged my connections for my clients. And that's okay. kind of been part of my success is like, you know, if you want to find the best birthday cake and you're looking and you're one of my, you know, women's groups, I have 80,000 followers on social media that live in Northern Virginia. And that are I'm highly targeted. to go to the conch and go yeah. to like birthday cake, you know? Yeah. And that benefits uh, Santosh and it benefits Kathleen and the pastry chef. And, you know, I I really, you know, you get me, but you get my team and then you get my whole following. So yeah. it's, it's kind of... It's, I always talk about that, like as a marketing, because we kind of play in the marketing playground a little bit, yeah. like for real estate agents. Right. And I always say, I don't want to just be somebody who's good at like the skill or the craft that they're hiring me for. I want to bring along with it connections, referrals, like this this powerhouse that they can also tap into. But that's something that you've already like built within your business from the very beginning Mm -hmm. with Nova Housewives. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will say like when you came in for your headshots with your team, I was wanting to do something special for, you know, one of my teammates for her anniversary. 
And yeah. $250 later, <laughs> right? It was with the conch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome. Raven's listening to that right now. But yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome, though, because you do what you say you do. Like, you plug in your clients to make sure that, you know, they get the number one spot yeah. when it comes to the referrals and this morning like before i got out of bed like i was logged into facebook as santosh posting in every group along loudon county like you know i i we talked about having personality behind a brand yeah. like i log in as the chefs and i think a lot of marketing companies just take photos of food and then they post and like oh here's a stock no personality. photo of people having brunch in a restaurant well no like i'm like hey i'm the chef and owner of the conch Come yeah. see me. Here's my cocktail of the day. Da, da, da. Yeah. And not only that, but Santosh loves it. Yeah. Like because you, you know, can channel your inner Santosh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do what he does. I, you know, but um, yeah. it's just great feedback because then you see the community's engagement. They they do love the product. They do love the brand, but they love him. Yeah. And that's important to see. And and he is a leader in this community and a mentor to young chefs. And, yeah. And putting that out there and making sure that it's known. Um, is awesome because when you see like I can validate him all day yeah and his staff can validate him but when the community validates a client that's success yeah well Stephanie said that it was like the best experience yeah. she's ever had she was like oh my god thank you so, so your client helped me look good, good. So. there you go that's a win yeah that's a win for sure that's awesome yeah. okay so in terms of like wrapping it up if you were talking to a business owner and they were wanting to learn one specific thing maybe they haven't they're not in the place they want to be after the pandemic what's something like what's the best tip that you can give or strategy that you can give them that they could go and implement today over the next however many weeks months um, if i could give one tip to somebody it would be to dedicate time to your craft so if you are truly invested in enhancing your business's presence whether it's online if it is like in an e-commerce business, whatever you're looking to do, if you want folks to know about it, take time to show people. So invest in photography, videography, go live, spend an hour every morning posting in a Facebook group and letting people know, create your own group about your brand, right? Um, I believe in groups and then paid ads more than I believe in pages right now. Uh, creating groups has been really successful for me in terms of leveraging my followers and users towards brands, products, personalities, whatever it is. Um, even on LinkedIn, the same thing. Um, paid ads on LinkedIn are very, very, very costly, but building groups around a solution, accounting problems, um, DCA compliance, if you're in the government's you know, realm, um, so finding what are people searching for, um, how do I solve a problem, like when you're thinking in terms of SEO. So think that way, like how are people searching, um, and then build content around that. So if you can find a way to maximize yourself in content creation, whether it's photography, videography, SEO, somehow, but just you know, show your craft, and, and you can do that online really easily because folks might not be coming out of their houses for a little bit of time. So when are you going to teach this class? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's going to be a long class. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That'll be a you college have, course. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, now you've got a deep uh, level of knowledge. I do. And you know, I walked into a business yesterday. 
is a franchise and um, they wanted to hire me. I was like, well, show me what you got from your corporate. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very, very well-known nationwide. And their social media accounts weren't set up properly. And I was like, well, you could just do this, 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 and this. And I got on their computer and she was like, Andrea, I'm paying like 7% of my business every month to this guy at corporate to set this up right. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) You know, it's like you could. You you could run a whole, run the world on just a few tips. But um, yeah, I know. You've shared some awesome tips with me that I won't share right now (laughs) because of your tips that I've implemented with my business. Yeah, Instagram growth. But um, yeah. Yeah, you, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I try, I try, I try. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. And um, I know people that are going to watch this are going to uh, be reaching out to you for some of your little master tips. Yeah. So. I'll, give you, I'll give you a couple later. <laughs> there we go. There. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for this conversation, and I hope it inspired you. If you'd like to learn how to hyper-attract your powerful tribe to successfully launch a business, movement, or idea, please go to aliyadastor.com and sign up for the free three-day challenge and learn how you can get started today for free. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you next time.